You know, it's Halloween. I guess everyone's entitled to one good scare, huh? Don't you blame the movies! Movies don't create psychos! Movies make psychos for creating! Look at me, Damien! It's all for you! The blackest eyes. The devil's eyes. Look what you did to him! Death has come to your little town, Sheriff. Welcome back to the one, the only, the classic, the Rabbit and Red podcast. We are your hosts. My name is Riley. And I'm Simone. Episode number 10. Wow. What a thought. Double digits, baby. We did it. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> and this will officially be the last episode. So enjoy <laughs> yourself. It's been an absolute pleasure. But we're moving on to bigger and better things. We actually just signed a deal with cable television. Um, <laughs> I don't know if you've noticed, but the Rabbit and Red podcast has blown up beyond belief. Nobody saw it coming. Huge. I'm going to be honest with you. If we were offered something cable television, I don't think I'd take it. Fuck that. Cable too many, television? Too many restrictions. Yeah, maybe maybe in 1992. Yeah. <laughs> but now? Nah. No. Nah. We, we just need a streaming service now. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Shutter wants to offer a deal. I'm in. Yeah. If they're cool with like <laughs> a consistent 20 people listening, we got it. <laughs> That's all you need. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, how much is the last drive in really pulling in? You know? You got to wonder. Yeah. Probably a lot. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Probably. Uh, yeah. Well, how, how are things going? How are you doing? Oh, pretty good. Pretty good. Getting uh, weather starting to get nice, you know? Um, yeah. Yeah. Just looking at the summer season for conventions. Oh, um, yeah. 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 Convention. I'm pretty. Mm-hmm. So this year, um, I mean, one with the fall camp blood. Um, that's still getting some of my money. <laughs> uh, and then I'm getting married this year. So that's getting all of my money, um, yep. which sucks. You know, who said that the happiest day of your life was going to be so goddamn miserable? You know, <laughs> no, no, nobody mentioned that part. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's uh, it's been interesting. But I think I'm only going to probably go to one main convention this year. I'm going to go to Flashback Weekend. Um, but my goal is to not spend a ton of money there. Mm. I probably will anyway, but my goal is not to. And I'm going to go to Scarefest in Lexington, Kentucky this year. That's probably it. Yeah, I'm I'm looking to I'm going to the Calgary Horror Con. Uh, that's in June. And then my plan is to and it looks like it's about 99 percent going to happen. I'm going to hit flashback. Nice. Also. Nice. That'll be fun. Yeah. Old Chi Town. Yeah. yeah. Chicago's OK. You know, it, it, pros and cons. Pros and I like cons. the zoo. I like the zoo a lot. It's free. Like the Brookfield Zoo? Uh, I think that's what it's called. The big one in the park that's free. Yeah, and now uh, less than a month away as well from the Fall Camp Blood premiere, which tickets just went on sale technically today. I mean, they've been on sale for a few days, but I announced it publicly today. So there's that. <sighs> feel crazy. <laughs> you can come to, to Byron, Illinois. <laughs> <laughs> I knew I knew when doing the premiere in Byron, Illinois, uh, that nobody's gonna go. I mean, we're it's gonna be like probably primarily cast and crew. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyone that does go that's not cast and crew is gonna really enjoy themselves because it's pretty unique. Because uh, it is a super small town, and we shot a lot of the film there. And because it's gonna be such a small venue, 
we, I mean, we could just do unique things, you know, we can mm. be very personal, but, uh, yeah. it is, it's kind of stressed me out though. That's only a month away. And like, yeah, the movie itself, like is as close to finalized as you can imagine, but it's, you know, still, I, I guarantee I'm like nitpicking and changing little things up until the day before the movie premieres. Cause right. five minutes before filmmaking. the movie premieres. Yeah. We'll be rendering the morning of probably. Yeah. But, uh, that's filmmaking for you, you know? Mm-hmm. We'll announce a delay on May 6th. I'm just <laughs> <laughs> the morning of May 7th delay. <laughs> yeah, I do. I don't even care if there's a whole scene missing. The movie's coming out. <laughs> it's coming out no matter what. <laughs> if it makes zero sense to you, I don't care. It's coming out. <laughs> it just stops, right? Gets to one like one crucial scene. It just stops. And you're yeah, like, well, roll credits. All right. Y'all enjoyed that. Thanks for coming. <laughs> <laughs> the ending, I'll say, uh, I, I wish I could say what the ending is because then what I'm what I'm talking about would make more sense. But like it worked better than I thought it was going to work. Uh, mm. We did something kind of risky with it, and I was like, "Man, one shooting it because we did it practically, obviously for poor. Uh, <laughs> we did it practically, and I was like, "Man, that's going to be hard in and of itself." But then what we're doing practically is like, are people going to be able to buy into it? And yeah, I don't know, maybe not. Maybe maybe not. We'll see what happens. But. Mm. Who the fuck cares about that movie? Let's talk about the best movie of all time. Texas Chainsaw 3D. Oh, yeah. Oh, boy. What a good idea making it a 3D movie. Genius. I, <laughs> it really, it, I mean, Genius. it is. It is. It's, it's just so smart. It's kind of the start, technically, the start of requels. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't really do it in the same way as, like... They don't bring back the main protagonist. Like, we're not getting a Sally in this movie and no. doing a, a requel in that way. But we are going back, eliminating all the other movies, and having a direct sequel 40 years later to the original. And although it's not a... it's not exa- It kind of makes your main protagonist directly related to the... the antagonist in the original as this whole movie follows a a new sawyer which yay yeah. <laughs> yay what a great movie's uh after watching this movie last night i was like you know this isn't the worst tcm movie but fuck this movie's dumb yeah yeah this is what i'll say about <laughs> i I'm, i don't fucking hate this movie it doesn't make me angry to watch I'm, mm. I'm, you're, it's going to sound, I, it's funny because when we talk about this as we go through the movie, I guarantee it sounds differently because there's so many dumb things that it is infuriating. Uh, similar to like Cedar Chucky and that stupid scene, the, the being in the effects room scene, that crap. Yeah. Like it's like that, but this movie's just full of those moments. We're like, how the fuck does that make any sense? That's the whole movie. But it's like, ah, eh, there's, it's, it's, it, I'm not bored watching it. So like, it gets that much out of me. Yeah. I mean, I can watch it just fine, and I fully admit there was one part I even jumped. Uh, you jumped? No, actually, got, no. It's got I it's got, got jump scares all over the place, so it kind of makes sense that at least one of them would work. Yeah, I got startled by one. Um, yeah, I don't know. The movie it goes along fast enough. Um, yeah, it's just it's it's just dumb. <laughs> you just come out of the end of it, and you're like, yeah. I mean, that wasn't the worst thing ever, but. Fuck. 
So yeah, it's, it's just it's just dumb. And I mean, we should mention this movie is written by Adam Marcus. Yeah, and at its core, that's the problem. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, okay. Don't get me wrong. Uh, the writing is bad. It is a very very poorly written movie, and we can point fingers at Adam Marcus and Deborah Sullivan and Kirsten Elms for that. Uh, Deborah Sullivan, by the way, also worked on Secret Santa, so um, hmm. she's not only she in Secret Santa, but she helped write it with Adam Marcus. So, hmm. yeah, maybe they should just break up, stop doing that. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> it's yeah, for those reasons, I mean, Adam Marcus once again kind of took a franchise and turned it on its head a little bit and tried to change things up a bit. Um, I hmm. think he does a better job in this movie than he does Jason Goes to Hell without being as like disrespectful to the IP. But some shit just literally doesn't make sense and this isn't just adam marx's fault there is like a literal casting problem as well i mean like for example alexandra daddario uh mm. who plays heather miller uh who's her main protagonist she is technically 38 years old in this movie right she yeah. was born 19 well technically she was born 1973 so she's 39 years old 38 39 years old but she at the time, I mean, how how old is how old is she now? She was born in eighty six. Um, she actually just turned she would have just turned thirty six, right? Yeah, yeah, she just turned thirty six. Or a year um, older than I am, sorry, not younger. Yeah. So she just turned thirty six now. Ten years ago she'd been twenty six. So that already doesn't work. And that's fine. If we want to be like, okay, she just looks younger, but she's older. She could be 38. Oh, okay, fine. But then all of her friends are also extremely young. Uh, for example, Tanya Raimonde, I think is how you say her name, mm. um, who plays... Uh, the slut. The, the, yeah, Nikki, the slut. <laughs> <laughs> she, she plays Nikki. And she, at the time, would have been 24. So, yeah, I don't know. What and are you trying know- to pull? They know they fucked up in this movie on the date and the timeline because they don't show you the date. Anytime you see a date in this movie, it's it's covered. Well, partially. The there is a moment where we see the tombstone for uh Verna. Mm-hmm. And she died, it says uh whatever, like nineteen fifty seven, died twenty twelve. So this movie takes place twenty twelve. <laughs> Just huh. no no working around it. It takes place twenty twelve. She is 39 years old. Any, and I saw originally, like, this is another Adam Marcus moment um, where they're like, oh, no, this is actually takes place this year, but then they're all using iPhones. It's like, no, it doesn't. It takes place 2012. You fucked up. Move Just on. Just admit you fucked up. <laughs> yeah, you <laughs> fucked up. Yeah. yeah. So that, that in and of itself is, you know, that is annoying. Okay. It's annoying to see that because it's like, it's like spelling Voorhees wrong in the mailbox. It's like that is so in plain sight. You're fucking stupid. If you'd have thought about it for five minutes, that problem doesn't happen. But you yeah. didn't. You didn't. And now we have this stupid quote unquote plot hole and it's distracting. But hey, she's hot as hell, though. So it's she, fine. She is. She's <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah, she is. God damn. God damn. Um, there's, a, there's a part near the end of the movie with her. And her shirt being open, it yeah. doesn't make a damn bit of sense to me. Why it's like well, okay. that? Okay, I could. I'm gonna justify this from an Adam Marcus perspective. Uh, although I don't, it's probably not, I don't know if it's in the script this way. <laughs> her shirt is open. Her top is taped to her nipples. It's written oh, yeah. in the script. 
Um, I know that. I'm just like, <laughs> where's her bra? Like, I get that she changed her shirt hey, because it was bloody and stuff, but why did she take? Why did she get rid of her bra? Maybe she never had one. But she she does. It's black. It's, it's right there. Oh yeah. <laughs> Dude, this movie. <laughs> just don't understand I, the reasoning for. I, I would love to see like when they they because they have it to explain it to Alexandra as well. Like, listen, um, this scene, you're gonna have your shirt unbuttoned. Um, your bra will now be missing, and we're just gonna tape the shirt down so your nipples won't be seen. But pretty much your entire breast will be out. Uh, you're gonna you know, get oh, some really? great side boob shots in this yeah. ending. Yeah, it's like it's like why. Why Why do I need to have my shirt open? Uh, that's insubordinate. The only reason, the only reason is so Leatherface can see your birthmark, clearly. So your yeah. bra's not obstructing it. Which they probably could have accomplished that in like 10 other ways. I mean, you could have kept the bra on, you know, and just had the shirt like open all the way. Mm-hmm. Uh, it would have been a little bit different than her entire boob hanging out, but it's it's fine. All right, man, let's, let's dive into this piece of trash. Uh, we start... By actually, well, actually, the opening cr- credits alone, I think, are kind of cool and worthy of, of talking yeah. about because they're basically a whole bunch of different shots from the original movie, like cut and composed in this really graphical way. And it's it's like almost artistic. It's almost mystical. It's like you're in a dream sequence watching the first movie. And that's pretty cool. So at least we yeah. start off strong. Yeah, I like that. It, um, Yeah, I like how it does like it's almost like a Cliff Notes version of the first film. Yeah, and yeah, the way the the shots look is really cool, and it it's funny because like we're gonna open this film by showing you a much better film, and then we're gonna move into a pretty good opening, and then we're gonna nosedive after that. Yeah, yeah. But I I um because yeah, it shows Sally getting away on the truck, and then it immediately cuts to a cop car, yeah, on its way out to the Sawyer place. And um, <clears throat> it, I, just, I guess Adam Marcus didn't know that they're called Slaughters, even though Kem Hinkle, he works yeah. on this movie. I don't. Where he's in it. Well, he, yeah, Kim Hinkle, I think was very loosely involved because um, yeah. he's mainly. I mean, he's an executive producer. Um, but yeah, he does have a little bit of a cameo in there. So uh, you'd think. I don't know, man, because. Uh, yeah, they're Sawyers again, not Slaughters. So for like the third time in this series, it has changed. But okay, uh, and then the name Drayton Sawyer sticks around. So yeah. even though this eliminates all the sequels, it his name is still that. Drayton. Yeah. <laughs> uh, um. Yeah, we see. So we see the cop car pull up to the Sawyer place, but we see new family members arrive first. Which, by the way, only a single car pulls up. A Isn't single car pulls up. Well, there's a truck already there. Oh, right, um, right. I don't know how many people got in that truck. But then, yeah, we see a single car pull up before the, the police the police car gets there. And only two people get out. That's it. Mm-hmm. So it's like, where did the rest of you come from? <laughs> yeah, because there's a house full in there. One of them played by Gunnar Henson. Yeah. Sitting in the corner. Um and they're all sitting around. The cop tells Drayton, you know, get out here. We know what you did. And Drayton comes out. And he was just protecting the house, protecting the family. Yeah. And he, Drayton's got the, the double barrel. He goes back in and um, the cop's like, hey, you know, just bring out Jed. 
bring up the boy. So apparently Leatherface's name is Jed, and they know his name is Jed. Yeah, the cops are already aware of this family. Yeah. Pretty clearly. So, um, the and then Gunnar Hansen's character, like, give him the boy. He's slow anyway. And it's like, he's, but he's family. But they yeah. all pretty much agree to, to uh, give him up. You see uh, Drayton, played by Bill Mosley, which, good casting choice. Oh, yeah. Like, if, if anyone was going to do it, it was Bill. Yeah. And he goes back in to the, the kitchen area of the house, and you see Leatherface in a pretty good recreation of the pretty lady Leatherface. Yeah. Yeah, it looks pretty good. Yeah. And you see, like, the hitchhiker's dead body laying on the table, <laughs> the sheet over it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's a nice touch. Yeah. Yeah. And you see the fuck grandpa, dude. Killing yeah. Gr- grandpa just sitting there. And, um, it, it, okay. We'll get to it. Keep going. And, um, so Drayton's like, you know, we're going to send out Jed. But then, of course, uh, the guy, the, uh, I guess they're like hillbillies roll up. Yeah. The whole hillbilly mob, the redneck mob from Halloween 4 pulls up. Yeah. Bert, that's <laughs> Bert. Yeah. Bert and his boys roll up, and uh, they're like shooting off their guns. They're being, you know, redneck, uh, yeah. angry redneck Texans, like stereotypes. <laughs> and um, they're like, "Hey, you got to send him out here! Come on!" And uh, the cops telling them, "You know, I got this under control. Get uh, get back to the car." And they they end up throwing uh, Molotov cocktail into the house, and. Uh, Set the whole place on fire, which turns into a big shootout. Yeah, what? Yeah, and in um, most of the Sawyer family are killed. There's a woman in the Sawyer house who has a baby. Yeah, Loretta. Um, yeah, she gets shot a few times, um, but she makes it out. Drayton gets shot and killed. We see his dead body laying there, and. Um, it shows the metal door that Leatherface closes when he goes into the kitchen. We don't see anything else. And the house burns to the ground and the the cops like, damn it, Bert, you know, I had this and this is on you. And Bert's just like, can't get around the good book, Sheriff. <laughs> so yeah. <laughs> He's like, Well, okay, I'll just let you guys go. You just committed murder and you know, burned down this house and everything. But <laughs> you know, I, I, yeah. I'll just let you go. When uh when Bert's squad pulls up, first of all, there's two, there's a couple things that annoy me. One, the guy that just runs his very nice truck in well, it's it was probably wasn't nice at the time, but now it's like a collectible. But yeah, it runs into the the swing, the bench. Mm. I was like, well, why'd you do that? What did that have to do with anything? You couldn't just stop. <laughs> why'd you break the swing, you bastard? Um, swing. Yeah, I know how much you don't care about the property since you're burning the house down and all, but the swing didn't deserve that. What did it have to do with anything? Um, <laughs> and then I, I was distracted. Like the guys that are in the Jeep, they mm. come out and they're so clearly not out of the 70s. And I don't know, man. They're all like, that was a typical modern day Texan. You know what I'm saying? Like he's yeah. got a goatee and shit too, just wearing his hat. And I was like, okay. All right. So. You didn't really try to match the looks very all. It's a very modern day look. Um, yeah. But then, like, just when they're all getting shot, when they're shooting up the Sawyer house, 
and grandpa gets shot i fucking couldn't stop laughing when, when grandpa gets shot and he tips over it's the funniest fucking thing i've ever seen he's, he's, he's like so scared he just sees out some fire people getting shot and all of a sudden, boom, boom, boom. <laughs> <laughs> he fucking feet go up in the air oh dude yeah. it's so funny there's Correct another shot. That, there's another shot in this movie later on that they do that I I burst out laughing because there's no way not to make to make it not funny. I hope it's the same one I'm thinking of uh, when we get there because I yeah. there's another moment that I was cracking up too. <laughs> um, but yeah, they, yeah, they burn it all down and somehow when they're they're searching like the whole house after it's been burned down, they're uh, that's where they find the chainsaw. They said they're gonna hang it up over the bar and whatnot. Mm. Uh, how do they not find Leatherface? and or Jedediah. Where'd he go? I have no idea. You would think that they would see this massive body laying there, burned up, but... no. Well, like, he lived, obviously, so... Yeah, and they don't even give much explanation later on. They're like, yeah, he snuck out the back. He was in the kitchen. Yeah, right, it's just... It's weird to me, I don't understand, but... Uh, yeah okay and while they're so while they're all like cheering each other on you literally hear a voice in the back go we're gonna be heroes we're gonna yeah yeah. (laughs) (laughs) um one of the guys he wanders into the back there where they have the cars and he finds the the woman with the baby uh whose name i keep forgetting yeah loretta loretta and um he, uh, she was wearing a necklace with the Sawyer thing on it, and apparently it touched the baby, like, because it was hot, so it burned her. Yeah. I think that's what that birthmark is, not a birthmark, but scar. They, they call it a birthmark all movie, and I'm like, that's a fucking scar, and you would know yeah. it, too. There would be, like, legit texture to it, but it's fine. Yeah. Um, the guy finds the baby, and he's like, oh, here, let me help you. He takes the baby. He kicks Loretta really fucking hard and kills her. <laughs> and, um... He takes the baby out to his wife. He's like, I found her in the woods. I brought her out to you. I brought her for you. And yeah. um, so they put the baby in the car and they go take a picture. And there's this big photo of all of them. And then yeah. you. Yeah, uh, that photo of all of them, by the way, is such, such poor taste. <laughs> like, yeah. Like they not. It's one thing. They all took a photo together. Yay. We did it. We're heroes. But like there's somebody holding up a dude's leg. Like what the fuck? What is, whose leg even is that? Do we see whose leg that is? It almost no. seems like they found that in Leatherface's basement. Like it's probably something that Leatherface did because I didn't see anyone's leg get blown off. Yeah, so. it's, it's probably a victim, and they're just like, "Hey, all <laughs> oh, right, we got leg. their leg." Yep, it's like a yeah. scary movie. I got his ass. <laughs> <laughs> I got his ass. <laughs> um, and then we we cut to. We cut to modern time, and we see we see uh, Heather, our main character, who surprise surprise works in meat. Like yeah. she cuts up meat at a deli. Yeah, at least like, she doesn't work in a literal slaughterhouse. But I was like, oh, okay, because she's a Sawyer. Um, yes, it was her calling. Yeah, so um, she comes out, and she's yeah, gorgeous. We meet her friend, uh, Nikki, who has one characteristic. She's a slut. (laughs) 
Yeah, literally movie, nothing else. This like, movie will take every opportunity to remind you she's the slut. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Almost every scene she's in. To the point where she's fucking her friend's boyfriend. Yeah. Yeah. And like grabbing his crotch in the in the grocery store when they're all in there together. Wait, wait, do, you, do you know what she says there when she grabs his crotch? Doesn't she like meow or something? No, she says race check. She grabs this black guy's dick and says, race check. Are you fucking kidding me? What the fuck? Did Adam Marcus write that? I want, I do, I could just, oh, I could see Adam Marcus just sitting there. He's like, what is, what would be a really funny, slutty thing to say right now? Let's talk about the fact that he's black and has a big dick. Race check. Got it. Race check. Like, are you kidding me? Oh my God. I never even noticed that until Rachel noticed. I'm like, oh my God, you're right. That is what she says. But <laughs> like, oh that God. is fucked up. <laughs> I never caught that before. Race that happens. Check. It happens so fast. I rewinded like three times. And I maybe I'm wrong, but I don't think so, dude. It seems like spot on. Wow. <sighs> fucked up. <laughs> so there's that stereotype too just every stereotypical thing they can pull in here they're they're gonna do it oh yeah uh well she, she tells uh heather like hey you know tell your boyfriend thank you for fixing me up with his high school band friend he's a he can cook and he wants to be a chef yeah and uh before she leaves she's like oh i'm gonna work on my costume and I'm not talking scary. And she's like, yeah. And she grabs yeah, she her, grabs her ass. ass. Yeah. Un- like- By the way, the the, sh- the uniform she's wearing, that is mm. the sluttiest grocery store uniform I've ever seen. Perfectly curved to show off her breast. Like, yep. what is that? And then, she, I mean, she's also wearing an unbuttoned. So the first time we see her, is just cleavage. I mean, nothing but cleavage. <laughs> but cleavage then, like, her right boss there. her boss comes over and tells her, hey, get, get back to the register. And she also looks hot in her in like the top and it's like super curved to her i'm like wait a minute what grocery store is this <laughs> and why like, am i not shopping there yeah jesus christ my grocery <laughs> store sucks i know i feel like I, for this grocery store it's like only hot slutty women may apply <laughs> yeah i guess so i yeah even our cooks in the back they're covered with the meat yep they're gonna be hot <laughs> <laughs> no problem uh, i don't know what you would call that place sluts and groceries I, cu- I mean, come and go sluts, sluts and snacks. <laughs> snacks we got everything you got here. Everything you want, baby. Sluts and snacks. Sluts, snacks, and booze. Everything you want. <laughs> yeah, it's a great place. Uh, Write that down. Yeah, yeah. Right. <laughs> it's a new business venture. <laughs> uh, from there, we, we actually we cut straight to uh, what would be Heather and uh, her boyfriend, whose name I don't give a shit. Isn't it Brian or it's Ryan? Ryan. Got it. Yeah. Uh, he, yeah, they're they cut to like their apartment where they're staying together, and she's, you know, playing, what is she doing? Yeah, she's playing with bones, playing with bones, making art out of bones again because she's a sawyer. That, yeah, Jesus. <laughs> yeah, and then we see Ryan. He's uh over there punching uh a punching, punching bag. bag. Yeah, getting to work in, uh, doing some shitty kicks as well. I was distracted by those shitty kicks. <laughs> and, <laughs> uh. Oh, yeah, then she gets a letter in the mail and finds out that her grandmother that she never knew is dead. Yep, and they knew where to send the letter. Yeah, which I was I was thinking about that for a while. I was like, so they're they're probably like a newer couple, right? Like Ryan and Heather. I mean, I don't. Yeah. It's not very clear, but um, are they? 
I I assumed because now we have to assume they're living together for them mm-hmm. to know where to send the mail to, and I figured she'd be at his place. Yeah, which so I was also confused by that, and she's confused that she gets a letter for her be, because she's at his place. She does she doesn't understand how it was for her. So I, I don't know, man. I was just like, mm, I don't think that makes any sense. But then, of course, when they talk later to the the dude, the the lawyer, yeah, um, he's like, "Oh, you were never lost, honey." So I guess they've been stalking her too. It's like, how the fuck does that work? Because there's only two people left. There was the there's a the grandmother and there's Leatherface. And like the grandmother, they're like, "Oh, she's investigating. She found you." How? Literally, how did you do this? How did you know? Like that this couple took that baby and raised her and that this girl who moved away by this point was like, how did you know that she was the baby? Yeah, I did. <laughs> On Century 21 or not Century 20, the fucking Ancestry.com or some shit. They, they found her um, at Sluts and Snacks and saw the uh, birthmark on her breast assist, probably true. because they show a lot of cleavage. They might even do full nude shows. We don't know. Find out at slotsandsnacks.com. <laughs> Granny was in there shopping one day. Got lost. Yeah. yeah. And she's like, oh, yeah, that slut has the birthmark. Yeah. <laughs> or scar. We or- got her. <laughs> we got her. It's got to be her. That's, that's got to be Kane. Yeah. <laughs> she runs home. Jen, I found your cousin. She at Slot and Snacks. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness um but yeah so yeah she finds out that she has a grandma that she never even knew about and obviously you know, she was adopted she goes back to her foster parents uh who is gavin and arlene miller who are yeah. also trash i guess like they have i think they probably went a little too on the nose with the white trash side of of these people um yeah. Like the mom comes off very uh, like a druggy alcoholic, and uh, I mean, then of course we already know how the dad is because I mean he. So they moved away, right? Because she has to drive to Texas where Bert and the other people are, but they were there the night that happened, so they must have like moved away. Yeah, I, I guess get away from from Newt. Yeah, because they not yeah. only do they have to drive to newt but they had to drive into texas like they were not yeah. in the state so yeah so i guess they moved away at some point i don't know how far they were because we know that the the hitchhiker dude that they pick up he was coming from tulsa or was in tulsa yeah so i don't know but based on they there's still something very southern uh i don't know i guess the only real look we get at it is this couple um which I don't, I don't know. They could, that could be anywhere in America, honestly. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. No, there's, uh, there's trash everywhere you go, man. It doesn't matter. True. So she, uh, she basically goes in there, and her friends like come together, and they're like, "Hey, you know, we should just go. We can go to like they're going to New Orleans, I think." Yeah, they're, they're. I don't know why they actually don't even really talk about that at all. They're just going to end up in New Orleans after going to Texas. Yeah. So they decide, like, hey, road trip, we'll all just all go together and check out this out. And she's like, okay, that sounds great. Yeah. So they hop in their van. Yeah, of course. It's a 
typical same it's very similar van to the original yeah um they they have a little montage of them just hanging out in the van basically and they get to um the gas station a gas yeah. station not the gas station yeah, and a uh gas station. um it's raining like fucking hell out there like it's and they get back in. She used her boyfriend's credit card to pay for the sacks without telling him. Her boyfriend used his friend's credit card to pay for the gas without telling him. Great people. And then they uh, they start to get going and they hit a dude. Uh, and Who it's, clearly just jumped into the car. Oh, yeah. 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 And they stop. They open the door. And it's this dude with this, like, the dude's like Jack. And he's got his shirt <laughs> half on. And he's like, what the fuck, man? Right. Did you do you work at Sluts and Sacks too? <laughs> <laughs> um, and they, uh, he's like, you know, I should see you, but I'll probably just take some of that jerky. And uh, he says, you know, my girlfriend dumped me, but I've been thumbing my way home, and I could use a ride. And they basically, they're just like, yeah, sure, why not? Stranger, yeah, he's attractive. Get him in there. <laughs> yeah. So they pull him in, and they start driving. Um, they have a scene where the slut girl takes off her top in front of them uh, with <laughs> for, her boyfriend laying for, there. Yeah, for no reason. She just wants to change her shirt and yeah. does it right in front of everybody. And, and the the hitchhiker's like, you know, putting his head in front of his face, putting his head down, but like he, he can't not look. <laughs> yeah, which I, I guess nobody cares either. No, that's not even really her boyfriend either. I mean, they're what they've yeah, done. It's the guy she's kind of seeing, I guess. Yeah. yeah. One date, yeah. one blind date together. That's all she needs. Oh, yeah. It, which, which I don't know what, what is her motive, you know? Because she obviously is not interested in him at all. She wants the boyfriend. She wants Ryan. So, yeah. Why pre- she's pretending to have this relationship with this other dude to, I don't know, look less suspicious? Or does she actually give a shit about him? Why? Like, Instead of having sex with this guy that apparently you're seeing who's there with you and nobody would have an issue with, you instead go out of your way to plan this stupid thing in the barn with your best friend's boyfriend whose grandma just died and that's who you're on the trip for to begin with. Pretty fucked up. Like, what a horrible, like, character trait about her. And I really wish she would have been told off by Heather, but it never gets to that point because... They die. They die. And Heather, I do. I wish Heather would have said something like on the way to the, when they're leaving and going down the driveway. I wish she would have said something like, what, what were you fucking slut bags doing? Huh? <laughs> why did you come out of the barn? And you have no shirt on. Yeah. Why are you have shirtless? a shirt on? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 But no, stupid. you know, um, so basically from there, they, they get to the house. Like they get to the, yeah, the they, front they get gate. To, yep. And they're they're checking it out, and uh, the lawyer shows up, and perfect like, oh, timing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. like oh, he yeah. showed up right when they got there. Yeah, but yeah, he hands he hands her everything that she needs. Okay, all the work, or the the all the assets for the house and what she owns, and um, hands her a letter directly from Verna, who and it he says so clearly twice. Make sure you read this; it'll explain everything. Mm-hmm. Now, if I was getting this house and I was getting a letter from my grandmother that I never met before, it would be on my number one priority to make sure that I read that letter before I do anything. Yeah. Yeah. Like he said, don't forget to read Verna's letter. Yeah. 
And then she forgets to read Vern's letter. Yeah. Like, it, that's so stupid because the whole, all the events that happen hinge on her not reading that letter. Seriously, if she just read the letter, <laughs> nothing happens in this movie. Like, yeah. done. She just has to read the letter. It's so stupid. Yeah. It would have been better if she found the letter in the house. Yeah. Like, maybe I mean, it never got sent. So that would have been better. But the fact that she had it and was told very clearly multiple times to read the fucking thing. And then you just see her put it down and never come back to it till later. Like, yep. yeah, stupid, frustrating. They, um, but he opens the gate. He gives them the date, which is August 19th. Yep. Um, they drive up to the house. They're like, oh, it's a mansion. Well, we get a recreation here of the butt shot of Pam's butt in the original. Yeah. We get it with Nikki's butt. Which, but, <laughs> thank you. Thank you so much for putting it there. I am so honored as a TCM fan that that is there. Thank you. But unlike the original shot, which, yes, it is Pam's ass, but it also does this big reveal of the slaughterhouse. Like, it's mm-hmm. a really cool and creative shot that is actually pushing towards something but now we we get this shot of her ass of nikki's ass that is just that it is nikki's ass and some pine trees in the background because again slut we have to remind you we do not want you to forget it's very important which by which by the way the only reason we even get the shot of her ass is because for some stupid reason ryan's in the van driving and the other three, four, the other four are, are walking, behind walking behind the behind van it. instead of getting in the van and just going up to the house faster. What the fuck was? I don't understand. <laughs> I know. Why? Like, oh, you want to get a quick exercise in? <laughs> you got to get that job. Yeah. Get that right up. I bet you they I like know. already shot the mansion shit. And they're like, oh, you know what would be neat? If we got the shot of Nikki's ass in there. Obviously, it was planned ahead of time. She's wearing red shorts for a reason. But yeah. like. It's like, oh, we gotta, let's go back. Instead, they'll walk up to the house, this mile-long driveway, which is long, dude, because we see we see Leatherface running it later. It takes him forever. So they just walked a half mile to a mile up this driveway for no fucking reason. For no reason. And None. then Ryan up there has to go slow as shit with the car because they don't lose him. He doesn't <laughs> he's going two miles per hour in that car just to, so they can stick with them. And it's a van. You can all you're all fitting inside of it. Just fucking Go! Like, just get inside. There's no reason. You're not even showing us anything interesting. It's fucking trees. It's a dirt road in trees. Yeah. I, but we need that shot of Nikki's ass, so. Yeah. And then, like, we, we get another shot right after this, after the gift of the mansion. That's a low shot that, you know, pulls down, and we're behind Heather now. And it's a really cool reveal, right? Yeah. Why not just do that with Nikki's ass then? After they get out of the van. Like, why? <laughs> why well, just don't get it? <laughs> why, damn it? Adam Marcus, tell me why. Why do you do the dumb things you do? <laughs> I, I don't know who to blame for that one, but it's just it just seems so stupid. And it's an unnecessary moment, but it's fine. Did he direct this movie too? Or is that no, someone else? Um, uh, John uh, Lucenhop directed this loose and hop okay Lewis Lewis and hop something like that so uh basically then you just get them going in exploring the house yeah which is you know the beautiful like i you we're so used to seeing like a trashy house uh even if it is big it's always like dirty and gross inside but no man like this is 
a high class quality house. And I, I thought it was interesting that Verna, who has probably been isolated for many years, one keeps it so clean. I mean, everything's mm. dust free, beautiful. And there's a pool table. Like, there's a whole game room. It's like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> it's like her own yeah. little parlor. They're like, Granny, you like to play some pool. Yeah. Like, eh. it's a beautiful like, pool I, table. I do like before they go in, um, when they're back at the gate, the lawyer's like, oh, Verna was so nice. Salt of the earth, that woman. <laughs> Bitch is spray painted on the. On Which, the by the way, why? Because th- that's not a Sawyer house. That's a Carson house, right? So we're supposed yeah. to assume that Verna Sawyer married into the Carson family, correct? Like, that's what's happening? I think so, yeah. Okay, so that is then the Carson estate. That is their property their mansion and then they just started burying the sawyers there afterwards which when did when did verna marry into this carson family because we see eli and uh drayton sawyer are buried out there yep so that they must have already had that estate and where was verna then when everything was uh, dude it, <laughs> I, what the, the more you think about it the more you hate it because yeah it says bitch on there and he's like no not the most popular around these parts of well, but yeah people. why like why but why to anybody else, I mean, you. I guess you could figure it out. You could figure out she was a Sawyer, but she's technically a Carson, and that's it. They don't do. She hasn't done anything. Yeah. And then, like, how, when was that bitch written on there? And it only like, if you're gonna go, <laughs> if you're gonna go, uh, you know, graffiti somebody's home like that, so you can call them out for being a bitch. Why would you only write bitch in white spray paint one time? Nothing else is touched. Nothing on the property <laughs> is affected by any other person except for that one bitch on the pillar. Nothing else. I guess just to establish that people in the town didn't like her. But, but like, put some effort in, huh? Damn. <laughs> yeah, yeah, try, damn it. I, I guess that would have been somebody that was part of the original onslaught that knew because they obviously they know about the Carson family because we see Bert's son talk about, oh, that Carson's place is the only thing up there. And yeah. so we know they, they're cl- they're obviously know who that is and who she's related to. It's just, I don't know. It's just, why would they only put bitch one day? And why is it still there? Get rid of it. Yeah, nobody took the time to wash it away. Not like Verna didn't come out and wash it or, yeah. It's, yeah, especially after, you know, her grandmother dies. You think they'd probably try to get rid of that. So it's not embarrassing when she goes and collects the house, the inheritance. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> whatever. I still want to know how Leatherface got to her. I want to know who fed Leatherface last. That's what I want to know. Because <laughs> when when Daryl, the hitchhiker dude, when he goes down there and is like stealing everything, yeah, he sees a what to me looks like a very fresh eaten plate of food by Leatherface. Okay. Yeah. Who did that? Because they said Verna died three weeks ago. <laughs> oh yeah is a lawyer doing it maybe and who, what would the in that three week span who the fuck was feeding him since he apparently can't feed himself i just don't understand like yeah, the meat and the drink and the bread all looked pretty fresh yeah no bugs it was fresh no mold so someone had to do it <laughs> like, who, who did it uh, again things that could have been just fixed if it just wasn't there or if the lawyer had made mention of, like, something. Uh, yeah, I've been taking care of him for the last three weeks. Done. Problem solved. Just like that. Yep. It's like, I stepped in while before you could get here. That's it. 
It scared the bejesus out of me, but I did. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But no. Um, yeah. So from there, yeah, they set up the pool too. They're playing the pool. They, uh, so yeah, they're wandering around. They see the kitchen and, um, she puts they, the, fu- and fu- they don't, they don't even explore upstairs. No. Cause like later they find what, what, whose body do they find upstairs? Is it? It's Verna's body. Okay. Yeah. So, okay. So it happens after they leave, but yeah. Yeah. Um, so they, uh, they're like, oh, we're, you know, uh, what the fuck is the friend's name? The uh, Ryan's friend's name? Kenny. Uh, they're like, Kenny's going to cook for us and everything. So we're going to go in town and get some steaks. And the the uh, hitchhiker guys, they're like, he's going to pay for it all. He's like, yeah, I'm going to help you out. You know, Tulsa can wait. And uh, I'm going to stay here and get the bags. And I'm going to get the place all ready. They're so like, stupid. okay, stranger, we don't fucking know. We'll leave you alone at the house at my grandmother's house while all of us together drive into town and leave you here. Okay. Yeah. That's fucking stupid. And, That's and so it, stupid. It was Yeah. That, that alone is fucking stupid that they <laughs> let the stranger stay at this brand new mansion, but whatever. Um, but was that his plan all along? Was he always going to burn him? And then after he no stole idea. all that shit, a heavy amount of like silver. You know, yeah. Silver. Like that shit, that bag would have been so heavy. Where were you going? Yeah. Like, you didn't have the van. I I guess he was just going to run and get to the road and hitchhike again. But I was just, like, beating my head against the wall. Like, you're fucking stupid. You're fucking stupid. Why are you leaving this (laughs) fucking guy? You know his name. You know some bullshit story he gave you. And you're just like, oh, he's such a Boy Scout. He's so nice. I'm just going to leave him here. Unattended. Oh, you deserve to get robbed. <laughs> you deserve everything that happens to you. Yep. Oh. Yeah, basically. Uh, you didn't read the letter, you know, so just so yeah, the, the whole movie happens because they're absolutely they're retarded. Yeah. <laughs> so fucking dumb. Uh, and uh, so, yeah, what happens? He starts cleaning them out. Like he starts collecting all the silver. And then we cut back to town. Um, or them in town and they're all going different places and Heather, uh, she goes to get like, uh, Kidlin or she go to get like stuff for, what is she getting? Like for a barbecue? I don't know. Something. <laughs> she makes, she meets, uh, the cop Scott East played by Scott Eastwood. Um, yeah. Carl, Carl. And, um, you know, they're just kind of just talking and, he tells her like, or she tells him, yeah, get the up at Homestead road. And, and he's like, Oh, nothing up there, but the old uh, Carson place. Yeah, that's mine. And I was, he's like, you're a Carson. Nope. You're a Sawyer. She's like, yep. Yeah. And Bert shows up. Who's now the mayor. Yeah. He find he figures out that like, she's, you know, a Sawyer and everything. And he's like, Hey, you don't want that old place. Give it to me. You know, I'll take it off your hands. Even though she was told by the lawyer she can't sell it. Right. But uh, she doesn't say that. She's just like, no, I'm going to go. Gets in the van with her friends and drives away. Though I guess before that, that's we cut to the grocery store. And that's when uh, Nikki grabs. Yeah, the race (laughs) check. Nikki grabs Ryan's crotch and 
He's like, that was one time I had like 18 margaritas or something. Yeah. And uh, he's like, just leave it alone. Okay. And she's like, okay. And, uh, and then they're, they're all driving back. And while they're driving back, or I guess while they're still in town, we see uh, the hitchhiker. Um, he is what the fuck's his name? Daryl. Daryl. Yeah. He's uh got the keys. He's searching around the house. He's trying to find, you know, the big stash. He ends up finding the the back room in the kitchen, the secret room hidden behind a wall. Finds the big door. And goes down. He's like, ah, I got your stash now, you old bitch. Yeah. <laughs> and finds the wine room. And uh, that's where we see the plate of food. That looks very fresh. He sees the metal door. Exact same metal door that's in the uh, was in the slaughterhouse, the Sawyer house. And he tries to open it. Tries to wedge it open with a knife. Breaks the knife. He's like, well, I ain't beat yet. He opens up a chest and he's looking for something. He finds a sharpener. That's the jump scare that got me. He oh, finds really? a sharpener and he turns around and Leatherface is right there. <laughs> yeah. I don't know why, but this wasn't like paying attention enough. But yeah, when Leatherface pops out right there and kills him, uh, that was the one that got me. And uh, I hate this look of Leatherface. Really? I don't mind it. I don't like the mask. At all. Really, I think I think the mask is. It's actually the other parts that I'm not. I don't think look as good. Um, but the mask, I think, is the best since the original. Probably. I just it looks so manufactured, Wait, especially know, like once he takes Officer Marvin's face. That and, one's better. Yeah, I like I like that look. That, that one's a lot good. better. That look is a lot better. But his initial look in the movie, that first one, I I don't like it at all. Um, but, uh, he kills Daryl, beats him in the head with a hammer. Yeah. And, uh, then we get back, everybody, the Heather and they get back, they open the door, they're like, oh, fucking shit, Daryl robbed us. Duh, yeah, you think so? Who would have thought? <laughs> like, oh, you fucking deserved it. So, but then they, very next scene, they're sitting outside. They're like, oh, what did he steal? A couple candlesticks? Who cares? Don't let it ruin your weekend. Cheers. Okay, dude, this th- this actually made me mad, too. This another just like, we're going to completely overlook this part. She says he took the keys and then stole a bunch of shit. So, okay, yeah, we you can replace the candlesticks and bullshit. Okay, whatever. But he took the keys. For all you know, those keys are gone forever. You're never going to see them again. That's fucking infuriating and it certainly affects your day-to-day life, okay? Like, that's a whole thing you have to overcome to move on with this property. So, that yeah, you should be pissed off. You should not just let it go and start drinking out of your Red Solo cups five minutes later. <laughs> yeah, but they do. They're like, nah, fuck it, who cares? To the Sawyers. And- yeah. Oh, weird. We can't access any part of the house except for the front door, but oh, God. Beer. Yeah. <laughs> Woo. Yeah. yeah. We're college kids, even though we're technically in our 40s. <laughs> Woo. But goddamn, yeah. we look good. <laughs> goddamn, we look good, though. <laughs> oh, my this God. This is what a stress-free, privileged life will get you. Uh, yeah. Um. Jesus, I'm drawing a blank after that on the next part. Well, I mean, after that, we kind of just cut to night and we see Kenny cooking. Right. Uh, we have Ryan playing pool. Heather's just exploring. Uh, 
Nikki is watching Ryan play pool and is planning her little fucking seducive bullshit. <laughs> like um, drooling at him. Yeah, basically. And then we see we see Heather kind of exploring, looking at the pictures and whatnot, and she goes up to a picture of her mom, what would be Loretta, I think. Either that or it's a young Verna. Pretty sure it's yeah. Loretta, though. And she sees her, she has the Sawyer necklace on. And you know she compares it to her birthmark, which I don't I don't see it personally. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think it looks very similar, but okay. I don't, I mean it, it it's similar, I guess, but I don't know. I don't feel like she would have put two and two together like that, but yeah. she did. Um, yeah, and then we see um, Kenny actually finds that back room. Yeah, and he goes down. He goes down to the wine room. And the steel door is open this time, and he goes in, and then he's like looking, and Leatherface charges at him. And, yeah, I think uh, that I think that jump scare is even more effective, honestly. Mm. Yeah, you're just kind of looking to a dark corridor, and all of a sudden, this beast of a man is sprinting at you. Yeah. Pretty scary. Um. So then, Kenny, you know, he takes off. He's running. He's gonna get away. Leatherface has this big ass giant hook and hooks Kenny in the back and drags him down the stairs. So he's dead. Yeah. By the way, movie mistake here. Uh, mm. At least I think it's a movie mistake. Maybe someone could try to correct me, but I don't I don't believe you. Um, when Kenny's running up the, the stairs there, you know, he he gets hooked in the back and gets dragged down the stairs. Yeah. When we cut back to him being dragged down the stairs, all of a sudden he's like on a rug. And you can oh. see the rug. He's hanging on to the top of the rug as it's sliding down the stairs. Yeah, yeah. that was purely for stunt reasons. Um, obviously, it doesn't hurt nearly as bad when you're able to slide down on something down the stairs. So, yeah, yeah I I don't know that you don't see that before in the shot. There's no rug on those stairs. There's no rug at the top of the stairs for him to grab. That's just a little move mistake. Yeah. Um, and then uh, Nikki comes in. And she's <clears throat> she goes to Ryan, and she's screaming, "Oh my God, it's so awful, it's so terrible! I need your help!" And they, she's like, "It's in the barn!" And they run out to the barn. She's like, "It's fucked up." They run out to the barn. They get there, and he's like, "Ryan's like, where is it? Where is it?" And it's like, "It's in that stall underneath the bucket." And he goes in. She's like, "Oh, it's awful!" And the music's like hype right up, like such scare is gonna happen. And he lifts it up, and there's a bottle of wine, two glasses. It's not even a bottle of wine. It's it's literally a bottle of tequila and yeah, two tequila. shot glasses. Yeah. <laughs> like the, at least a bottle of wine would have been classy. <laughs> She's like, we're gonna do shots, dude, right now because I know you want to sleep with me when you're drunk. So <laughs> yeah. make it happen. We're gonna make this happen real quick. Yeah. <laughs> it's the sluts and snacks way. Yeah, the sluts and snacks <laughs> way. Bottle of tequila, two glasses, we're moving on. <laughs> yeah, we're moving on. <laughs> um yeah, and so he turns, he's like, what the fuck? And he turns around and Nikki's in her bra and panties and she's just standing there and she's like, told you it was fucked up. Yeah. Just, okay. Uh, okay, um, I, like, how drunk is Ryan at this moment? He said the only reason he slept with her before is because he drank way too much. Like, 18 margaritas, like you said. Yeah. Okay, that's pretty plastered. So, yeah. not that there's any excuse for it, but at least, like, it makes some little more sense why he'd be a piece of shit. Yeah. Um, now, I mean, all I've seen him have is like he's drinking a glass of wine inside, pretty sober, was shooting pool just fine. Yeah. Uh, and he goes out here, hasn't touched tequila. 
So literally, he is just a piece of shit. <laughs> he's fine. He just buys into the bait. Um, he's just—he's drunk on that ass. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Nothing else. No excuses. You piece of shit. Um, yeah. it's dude. Funny, Nikki. Like, I don't know. If this is a real tattoo. It must be. I'm assuming it's a real tattoo that uh, Tanaya Raymond has. Um, mm. you could see wings coming out from her panties. Yep. Like, my yeah. God. What what does the full tattoo look like? <laughs> <laughs> I need answers. You can't do this to me. <laughs> I wonder if you can even look Tanaya Raymond tattoo. Let's see. See if we got any details on this. Uh I don't think so. No. Dang. Maybe I had to listen to the commentary in that scene. <laughs> but like what seriously, what does it make? Like, is that like a full like eagle angel on her vagina? Maybe just wings on each side of it and all the way down. It's like the equivalent of a boner garage, you know, in uh, in Meet the Millers. You ever seen that movie? No. no. Oh, God, that movie's so funny. So yeah. funny. But there's a stripper who literally has boner garage with arrow pointing down to her vagina. <laughs> Oh my god! I was about to ask, what is that? In the, oh you know, god! Oh, it's so funny. Uh, <laughs> and she she's wow. lying in that movie as well. That same stripper. It's because it's Jennifer Aniston, and they're okay. saying that they're the boss is trying to tell him like, hey, now you can you know you have to have sex with the people for you know basically prostitution. And Jennifer Aniston's like super pissed about it. And then uh, this chick comes in, Boner Garage comes in, and she's like, "Have you heard the good news? Now we can fuck the customers for money." <laughs> <laughs> now we can fuck the customers for money. Let's watch that movie. It's way better than this one. Oh, okay, <laughs> episode eleven, Meet the Millers. <laughs> uh, so, um, and then Heather does finally go all the way upstairs, and uh, she sees Verna's body has been placed there. And yeah, when when that. Well, I guess I. What, yeah, when did that happen? I, I, so I have no idea when that happened. Up, and why does he do it? Like, I guess because he's like, you know, it's Leatherface. It's what they do. They pose dead it's, bodies. It's been a month, okay? So earlier we saw the grave, the, the tombstone, and I just went back and checked. It says September 29th, 2012. Mm-hmm. That's when she died. And now it's Halloween. So. Which I guess yeah. is why they're going to New Orleans for Halloween. Uh, makes sense. Oh, yeah. Um, but yeah, like so now it's Halloween. So it's been a month. Why didn't he do it before? Like, <laughs> so all of a sudden he's like, yeah, okay. Now's the time. We waited. <laughs> Everybody's here now. It's, yeah. It's so weird. And he doesn't know the Heather's family. No. I mean, he's this whole time he's just assuming that they're strangers invading his place or that they're part of the, you know, mob. hillbilly mob. Yeah. She uh, so she she sees the Verna's body and she's like ah she freaks out runs downstairs runs to the kitchen sees Leatherface yeah standing there cutting uh fingers off of a hand I was I thought this was weird too because it seems like Leatherface knows his place in this house and that mm. his place is downstairs and he's not going to disturb anything upstairs yeah. so for him to go out of his way and start cutting up fingers in a sink that. You know, when he has everything downstairs where he always does all his torture and weird shit. Yeah. I don't know. I just thought that was weird. It seemed like out of place. Just a way to have him see Heather. I guess. <laughs> yeah. He does that slow turn. He sees her. She sees him. She tries to run away. 
he grabs her, throws her back. She hits her head, gets knocked out. Yeah, um, an awkward, awkward cut to black here, by the way. I thought this was a weird transition. Yeah, and then something weird happens that they threw in just to have it, and it, it it bothered me a little bit because then we get to see Leatherface's lair. Yeah, and the way they do it is they keep they they use the the sound the the Texas Chainsaw Massacre sound like that yeah. from the original. Not film. a very good one, by the way. And they're doing it in flashes of showing you the different rooms, but that sound is from a camera, right? Like yeah, it's, it's the like, sound it's a camera makes. It's supposed to be a camera flash, yeah. So what? To me, it doesn't make any sense that you're hearing it and seeing this room this way when there's no camera there, right? You're just, you're just, they're just doing this just to have it. I like, yeah. It, it bothers me that no one's there taking a picture with that camera in order to make that sound. You're just doing this because it's Texas Chainsaw and you need that sound. Yeah, I mean, that sound has kind of made its way into the score of uh, of different movies. Like in the remake, it's literally built into the score. Uh, yeah. I, I don't, yeah, it is It is weird the way they do it, but at least it does. It is kind of like a photo. Like we're seeing it in a photo montage, at least. So it's kind of worse. Yeah. yeah. And uh, so Heather starts to wake up. She sees Leatherface. Uh, he grabs his chainsaw. Why, why didn't he kill her? Uh, plot. <laughs> Reasons. Hey, everyone else, he's had really no problem. At the very least, like, put her on a hook or something. Like, Yeah, you think he would have put her on a hook, but then she'd be immobilized. Like, she wouldn't be able to do anything, so. Yeah. By the way, this <sighs> scene, because it happens, I find the rest of the movie to be complete bullshit. Like, she literally witnesses her friends yep. get I mean, she watches Kenny get cut in half while yeah. put on a hook. I mean, yeah, it's brutal. That that imagery would stick with you the rest of your life. But oh, she's going to let it go yeah. and pretend that that didn't happen. And yeah. now, hey, you'll get him, cuz. Oh, <laughs> Do your Jesus. thing, cuz. <laughs> oh, my God. That, um, but, yeah, so she gets up. She sees him. He's got the chainsaw, and, like, he's cutting up uh, Daryl. And then he picks up Kenny, puts him on a hook. Kenny grabs at his mask. That pisses Leatherface off. So he saws him in half. And he looks back. Heather's running out. She's leaving. Like she's trying to get away. She runs out of the house, falls down the steps. Uh, she runs into the graveyard. Well, hold on, before we get too far away from that moment of him cutting Kenny in half, which is a, mm. a decent looking practical effect. The only problem yeah. is Kenny is when we see his face reacting to it, he is shaking like crazy. He's all over the place. Just, I mean, he's in a lot of fucking pain. And yep. then we cut to the close up of the chainsaw going through him. And that body is motionless. It is so still. I'm like, you couldn't have done like even a, you could have added in post-production, a camera shake, like yeah. something. But instead, we are on a lockdown, like tripod shot, watching this motionless body get cut through even from the very get go of the shot before the chainsaw even touches him. So, I don't know, dude, like, eh, I get yeah. it. It's a dummy, obviously, that he's cutting through, but still, like, we could have done something. You could have done something. <laughs> God damn it, Marcus. Yeah. I know you're not in charge of that, but fuck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it doesn't matter what happens, dude. Bad acting. God damn it, Adam Marcus. <laughs> you wrote this fucking movie. I know you wrote that body, but still. <laughs> you son of a bitch. This is all your fault. <sighs> Yeah, she, uh, so Heather gets up, she runs, 
She's half limping now because she fell down the front steps. Yeah, it's stupid, by the way. But yeah. <laughs> Then she runs in the, the tree, Chaimon tree. She decides, okay, I'm going to run to the graveyard. Tries to jump. This tiny little fence falls. Yeah. <laughs> Consistently <sighs> falling. Yeah. Uh, so she's running, running. She sees an open grave that was dug up, Verna's grave. She's like, oh, I'll hide in the casket. Leatherface runs over and he's like, looking. Where'd she go? Oh, weird. Oh, hey, that casket's closed. I bet she's in there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so he uh, he saws the casket. Oh, and he starts, like, sawing through the casket. Uh, Ryan and Nikki come running out, each half naked. They yell at Leatherface. Leatherface looks at him super quick, starts bolting toward them. They run back into the barn. Uh, they manage to shut the barn door. Leatherface starts sawing through it. Nikki grabs a shotgun and she says, welcome to Texas, motherfucker, and shoots him. <laughs> he lives in Texas. Like, why are you saying welcome to Texas to a Texan? <laughs> why would you even say it in general? Like, <laughs> yeah, I don't even I care the fucking context or who you're saying it to. But that is in the moment. Why would yeah, you stupid. ever say that stupid fucking line? <laughs> because there's no reason for it. She doesn't know this guy's not from Texas or that like, I don't understand the context of why you're saying welcome to Texas motherfucker. Like, are you <laughs> saying it for that, you? But, like, cause in the moment when we watch it happen, she knows that gun is there, dude. She was just like, Oh yeah, there's a gun already hung up in the back of this truck. No problem. <laughs> I checked when I was setting up my slut trap. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just in case it didn't go well. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so stupid. <laughs> Texas mother are you saying that for you like oh, yeah. <laughs> because this is how Texas is treating you so it's still fucking stupid why are you saying this yeah. <sighs> but then uh Heather being all heroic and shit she pulls it with the van runs through the barn door and saves them and then like, they do they get in and she doesn't why doesn't Nikki close the door I <laughs> I don't know. Why did they sit there for so long and let Leatherface saw at the door? Dude, like, I don't know. I feel like in this moment when I'm, like, scared, the first thing I'd want to do is, like, close myself off from what's scaring me. So I would get into that van, and, yeah, I'd be slamming that shit, locking it, even though he probably can't catch up to us. I'd still be locking it, freaking out. No, she just jumps in and lets it go. And then (laughs) she almost gets hurt because of it. She almost dies because of it because Leatherface is able to go in there and start sawing at the chairs and shit. And then, like, they finally do get close. They're driving away, and they get away. They're driving. They're flying down this uh, driveway, and they're like, oh, we got to stop. Open the gate. And he's like, nah, fuck that. Ryan rams the gate, and the van basically bounces off the fucking gate. Yeah, that gate is God tier. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know who made that <laughs> gate, but I, I want to work with them. <laughs> I, <was laughs> like, I looked at Emma. I was like, that's a goddamn. That's a strong <laughs> gate. <laughs> Holy fuck. <laughs> Didn't even move. Um so the van stalls. Leatherface is running his big ass down there after them. They get it uh, started. They back up. And the gate's opening. They're like, oh, we got to wait for the gate to open. And it opens. Well, why is the gate opening? I don't know. Because Heather never got out and put in the code. Yeah. So, so he, he rammed the shit out of this gate. And it probably would have broke it. You know, yeah. like even if it didn't open, it's no longer opening now. You jam the shit out of it, but no, it just opens by itself magically. They sit yeah. there and wait for it. Yeah, it's not like she had an app or it was attached like smartphone or anything. Like there was none of that. So 
I don't know. Nobody ever got out and put in the fucking code. Yeah, I guess when you ram into a gate like this, it'll automatically open for you because, you know, obviously Reasons. if you're hitting the gate, you're the one that lives there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so the gate gets open. They fly. They drive out of the gate and they stop. Like they drive it. They spin. They stop. Uh, for some fucking reason. I don't know why they 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 speed out the gate. They turn and they stop. Yeah, the car didn't stall again. It just happens. No. Yeah. yeah, and Leatherface comes up, cuts the wheel of the the fucking van, and this is the part that I laughed at. Yeah, it's pretty funny. Because <laughs> Leatherface, is, they drive away. Leatherface is in focus, and he's standing here, and you can see the van driving away. And all of a sudden, she goes off the road in the distance. Dude. What? It's so fucking funny. What flipped <laughs> the van? The like, tire being cut in half, I guess. I would the, the car rolls to its right side, okay? The yeah. left front tire is what is cut. Yeah. They roll to their right side. <laughs> like, at, at most, what would have happened is that potentially they could have rolled to the left side after going down, like, the, the little ditch they have. But, yeah. dude, you didn't even need to go fast. You shouldn't have lost, He shouldn't have lost control at all. He should have just kept a consistent pace. Yeah, he would have been throwing sparks up and whatnot, but he probably shouldn't have crashed. There is yeah. still rubber on the tire, which I don't get why it came off. You can see it in like the shot. There should. Uh, it just it's God damn it, Adam Marcus. God. <laughs> <laughs> just, it's stupid. It doesn't make sense. It's so it, dumb. At the very most, they could have gone off into the ditch, hit the tree, blah, 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 and move on. But they yeah. roll the whole fucking car and it kills Ryan. Like, what the? Come on. Yeah, Ryan gets his uh, his head under some glass. Basically, his head gets cut off. I guess it's um. So, but yeah, that that shot of Leatherface and Focus in the van driving away, and they go <laughs> yeah. fucking rolls. Oh my god, you can't do shots like that in literally anything, and it not be funny. You oh, just yeah. can't. Like that shot is just designed for comedy. Um. So yeah, they they roll the van. Um, Nikki and Heather are still alive. Uh, yeah, Nikki just won't shut up. Yeah, yeah, she keeps like they could have played dead yelling. or something, man. But no, nah, she just keeps crying and crying. It's like shut the fuck up. <laughs> yeah, I dare kill you myself. Um, and Leatherface, you know, he again runs over and he's putting the chainsaw through the the windows of the van. He uh, cuts Nikki a little bit, and then. He realizes he can't get them, so Leatherface by himself flips the van over on its side. Uh, yeah, but I know he's a big guy; like he rocks the van, but he does it real quick. Like he rocks it once or twice. Boof! Yeah, just I don't rolls think it over. Yeah, it's pretty god tier stuff. I mean, it's <laughs> technically possible, but I don't I mean, know. It, it's not grabbing someone's arm, breaking it <laughs> with one yeah. hand, and stabbing him in the neck. But I mean. Do, do we see? I, I'm not crazy. Do we see Nikki again? No. Oh, yes. Yeah, we do once. She what comes happens? out of the freezer. Oh, the co- yeah. That cop is like, look at her and shut it. Right. <laughs> cop shoots you in the head and then Bert's like, it's okay. It didn't happen. Don't worry about it. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like, crushed <laughs> off. Uh, but yeah, so um, Leatherface is going to kill Nikki there, but Heather, she says something to him. She calls him a f- something fuck. And Leatherface sees her, starts chasing her. She runs off. 
And that's when we get to the carnival. Yeah. And uh, I like carnival scenes. <laughs> Leatherface is chasing Heather. Heather climbs over the fence. Leatherface is coming after her. We see a bunch of people run out of a, a, a like haunted house. And one of them is dressed like Jigsaw, like the yeah. pig. Yep. Wielding a chainsaw. And then Leatherface and this uh, Jigsaw come face to face. And they're like revving the chainsaws at each other. And then the pig like runs away. Yeah. Should have had Leatherface kill him. Yeah, probably. Like, like th- th- this could have been a, a really cool moment where a lot of people died, and they could have had a, an extremely like Freddy versus Jason cornfield moment. Like that part, yeah, the cornfield yeah. moment. Yeah, they could have done something pretty dope. Uh, but instead, they just don't. <laughs> no, <laughs> they just don't. Uh, Leatherface chases Heather through a crowd, doesn't hit a single person. Uh, Heather gets I- to a Ferris wheel. Yeah, well, I thought this was cool. I thought this is a, a neat concept. I think she's stupid for the way she does it, but yeah. Yeah, she she grabs onto the a Ferris wheel seat. So she's going up in the air. Another face can't get to her, but he, he runs to the other side and he's like waiting for her to come down. And He's still uh, standing at the bottom, though. Like he's standing on the yep. ground. So even if she did like drop down there, she'd have been fine. But Yeah, because she's still up on the platform. Yeah. So... Uh, well, what, what she could have done, she could have literally just dropped down to the next seat when she was at the right angle. Just drop down to the seat below you, and there you go, yeah. and just keep riding. <laughs> just, keep, <laughs> just keep going. Other face just get frustrated. Like, God damn it. By the way, uh, as, as like the guy who's running the Ferris wheel at this moment, and there's somebody sitting there with a chainsaw watching you. First of all, you know some you saw somebody get onto your ride hanging from one of the seats. Yeah. Okay. So you probably should stop it. Like, I don't know. There's just so much going on. We don't even see the guy who's running it. Like, I, actually, there's one shot, away. like the shot when when Carl comes up and is pointing the gun at Leatherface. Yeah, you you could see behind Leatherface where the operator of the Ferris wheel would be sitting, where yeah. where that should be happening. Nobody's there. <laughs> no, he just took off. He saw a guy with chainsaw. He fuck you guys. You're on your own. I he had to. I mean, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, then we see um, the cop. Uh, run up uh, Carl and um, he's like hey drop the chainsaw drop the chainsaw and Leatherface throws the chainsaw at him you get yeah. a little 3D effect there and uh, Leatherface yeah. bolts dude this is the part that I laughed at oh yeah because Leatherface running is one thing but the way he runs away is fucking comical like go <laughs> go watch that like two second frame over and over again it's hilarious because he's he's got his hands up over his head he's oh <laughs> jesus <laughs> he fucking runs off oh. into the woods it's so funny dude <laughs> they're gonna get me i, I rewatched it like 10 times because it was so <laughs> funny like he couldn't just run normally why do you have to have his hands above his head <laughs> he's like wait oh I'm, my hands are up officer stop <laughs> yeah stop don't shoot me <laughs> Oh my goodness! The chainsaw throw is also just ridiculous. It looks so bad because they obviously they had to CGI the thing in. So I don't yeah. even think I, I don't actually think uh, Leatherface is holding a real chainsaw there when he goes to do the throw. I'm yeah. pretty sure he's pretending to throw something, and they're just putting in a 3D model. Yeah, and yeah, it's just it's atrocious. It, I hate everything <laughs> about it. It looks terrible, and that's the problem of trying to do a 3D movie. Uh, yeah they did another 3d shot earlier when he's cutting into the casket 
Yeah, saw cutting into the casket, the, the first time he turns on the chainsaw, there's a whole bunch of them all over the place that are just there for 3D reasons. Yeah. And yeah, they all suck. So, <laughs> yeah, don't like them. Um, so then uh, Carl brings Heather in, uh, takes her to the police station. The sheriff who was there uh, the night that everything went down. Yeah, uh, Sheriff Hooper. Hooper. Huh. Yep. Um, he, uh, he sets the chainsaw down. Uh, the, oh, drawing a blank again. I well, now from there we cut, we cut to the other officer, um, officer Marvin, Marvin Barry. Oh, um, yeah. he's he at the, set. yeah, he's at the accident. Um, and he's looking through it all and he's like, oh, there's no victim here. Or, uh, no ambulance needed. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I love how he's like, he's, he's like looking through uh, this crash scene. He's like, oh, yep, definitely looks like these seats have seen a chainsaw. I'm like, wait, hold. Dude, yeah. there, it's a fucking car accident. Everything's torn up. Glass is everywhere. What makes you think that seat wasn't fucked up in the flipping of the van? Yeah. He's like, nope, chainsaw right there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, these seats are all sawed off. Blood everywhere. Someone definitely died in here. Yeah. You think so? <laughs> um. And yeah, then he's uh, the Bert comes in, yelling at Hooper. Some psycho tore up the fair, and Hooper's basically like, "Hey, it's Jebediah Sawyer." He's like, "What? We burned all them years ago. They're dead." He's like, "Well, some six foot five man came wearing a skin mask, came out wielding that." He points a chainsaw, and uh, the, the fucking cop out there, the deputy is like, he sees a blood trail. He's like, "Oh." think I should follow it. And they're like, Rupert says, no, you stand down and wait. And Bert's like, oh, fuck that. <laughs> you go follow that blood chill. And uh, yeah, I don't. And the deputy's yeah. like, yeah, okay, I'm going to do that. He's yeah, like, I'm going to not don't... listen to my sheriff and listen to the mayor. Yeah. yeah. He's like, chainsaw don't make you bulletproof. Right. So he, uh, he gets to the house. Dude, and then dude, Bert asks him, he's like, you got your, you got your deagle on you, son. It's like, always oh, my extended mag. Like, just Why did you ask reason. him if he had what well, this cop who's out at a fucking crime scene? You asked him if he had his gun. I just <laughs> I hate stupid moments like that. It doesn't need to be there. Yes, yeah. we all of us as an audience know that he has a gun. We are not fucking <laughs> retarded. God damn it, Adam Marcus. Fuck Adam. Of course he has a gun. What cop do you know that goes out on patrol and is working doesn't have their fucking gun with them? Yeah, so it was such an unnecessary two lines there that were completely unnecessary. That one, and then uh, oh yeah, well he chainsaw ain't gonna stop bullets. Oh okay. yeah, yeah. Um, I guess before this, he skipped over. Hooper is talking to Carl, and Carl brings down the box of evidence, sets it beside Heather. He's like, "Hey, I went down, and pulled everything we had on the Carsons, pulled a big file on the Sawyers." He's like, "Hey, we're shorthanded, so why don't you go out there, Carl?" And then they leave Heather alone with this box of evidence. Yeah. Um, because, you know, she needs to figure things out. And um, so while this deputy is uh, going to the house and uh, starts a, a video on his phone uh, for Bert and Hooper to watch while he's going through the house. Um. Heather is reading through this evidence, 
read the very first thing she reads is Sally Hardenstall's um, uh, account of what happened. Reads all about it. Reads about Leatherface. Reads about you know how he butchered and killed her her invalid brother and uh, her friends and just everything. Yeah. Then she puts that away and she reads about what happened to the Sawyers, what Bert did, what the mob did. She reads Hooper's um, account of it, his police report saying like, Oh, the Sawyers were, they were uh, complying. They were going to bring out Jed, but then Bert showed up and they threw it. They started a fire. They killed them all. And uh, finds out, you know, her mother, her mother's name. And then like, you know, sees, Everything they show us the scene again, uh, in a different color this time, but of Hooper saying, Damn it, Bert, and Bert saying, You know, oh, you can't get around the good book. And uh, so Heather's like freaking out, or she's she's obviously pissed, and um, the whole time, uh, Hooper and Bert are still guiding this cop through the house. There's Blood. Yeah, they're, which they're like FaceTiming with him, I guess. Yep. Yeah, and pretty much. Yeah, just stupid. <laughs> and they, he goes all through the house and he gets to the door in the kitchen. He's like, uh, I don't know about this. And then um, Bert's like, Dad, I'll have to come down there and hold your hand. Get going. And uh, Hooper's like, you're going to get him killed. And he goes down all through the the, the back room. Goes to the metal door. We see Leatherface's room with bones hanging up everywhere. Dresses, ladies' makeup, toys, and you know all this stuff. And then he uh, he finds Leatherface's uh, slaughter room, basically. And he says, uh, "Bert's like, what's in the freezer? Look in there." And he opens the freezer, and Nikki pops up, and the cop shoots her in the head. Yeah. And then Bert's like, "It's okay. It didn't happen. Don't worry about it. Don't worry. <laughs> Moving on." <laughs> Yeah, moving on. Um, so then um, the call fails. For yeah, right no after reason. right after that moment, even though it was perfect HD quality the entire time. Yeah, after he kills some random person, then then yeah, it goes fails. out. Yeah, and um, basically he gets back upstairs. Leatherface kills him. Um, brings him back downstairs. Cuts off his face. Yeah, puts his face down. Um, and he puts it on then, doesn't he? Like, doesn't he, he starts like stitch it on. Yeah. He, yeah. He makes the face, the mask, first of all, out of his face. And then he puts it on his face and sews through his cheek into yeah. the mask to connect it to him, which that was pretty brutal. <laughs> yeah. I thought that was pretty gnarly. Like, oh, okay. The mask looks, the, the skin mask though looks really aged when he puts it on though. Way more yeah. age than it should. He just took it off that dude's face or yeah. head. But whatever. It's a much better looking mask uh, than what he had first. And yeah. uh, I, I like his look, too, because he changes his clothes, too. Uh, uh, yeah. So we see Burton and Hooper like, you know, uh, Bert says, I want to talk to the Sawyer girl. And they go in and she has the picture of Bert and all of them, and she wrote murderers on it. Yeah. And it's like, <laughs> okay, like what? And then she she runs to a phone, she calls the lawyer, says, Hey, my friends are dead. 
And, you know, all this is like, and the lawyer's like, okay, meet me at this bar. And they talk. And Heather's like, why didn't you tell me about this? He's like, well, did you read the letter? She's like, no. (laughs) I just want to see the lawyer be like, I fucking told you to read the goddamn letter. Yeah. So Uh, stupid. Like, the entire movie, completely uh, avoidable if you read the letter. The fucking letter that she was told multiple times. Uh, And he's like, yeah, he's Leatherface. He basically tells her, he's like, Jebediah Sawyer goes by Jed. Um, has the mental capacity and emotions of an eight-year-old and trapped in his giant's body. And Verna, like, presented him to me, like, three months ago. And uh, he, like, scared the shit out of me. Uh, and he tells her, basically, like, you're a Sawyer. And she's like, how do you find me? And, well, Verna tracked you down and, like, investigated. And she found you. And, like, why didn't she come get me? And I figured, well, they figured you were safer there. How the fuck did she find her? Like, I'm still yeah, so confused about that. How? Like, he, this woman investigated. How'd she investigate? What did she have to go on? Like, yeah, I don't, I don't really, uh, I don't understand any of it. It, it really doesn't make any sense. I, I yeah. Where do you, yeah, where do you even start from? Seriously. Yeah. Because for all you know, they're all dead in that fire. There's literally no one that could have told you that, hey, the baby survived. The baby's here. Like, no one. She literally says, uh, Jed is your last blood relative. So there was Verna and there was Jed. And fucking Leatherface didn't know the baby was taken. Yeah. Yeah. It's I, just, it doesn't. <laughs> God damn it, Adam Mark. Fuck Adam. <laughs> damn it. That's it. You're not allowed to write anymore. <laughs> yeah, seriously. No. <laughs> uh, so, like, he tells her, like, oh, yeah, he's your cousin. He knows about you, but he doesn't know who you are. And uh, then basically, Bert shows up. She runs. She takes a knife. Bert throws the lawyer into a table. Uh, she runs out in the street. So one of Bert's friends hits her with the car. Yeah. He's like, I got her, Bert. I got, yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> Gets out of the car and he's like, I got you, you little bitch. And then she slices his face, runs away. Uh, she sees the cop, Carl, who apparently is the only other cop in this town besides the sheriff. And that one other deputy. Well, I guess there is only like 2,300 people there, but still. <laughs> um, she sees him. She waves him down. She gets in the car. And she's like, hey, we got to go back to the bar and pick up my lawyer. He's like, okay. They drive, and he drives past the bar. And she's like, hey, that was the bar. Hey, stop the car. And we find out that Carl is Bert's son. Yeah. Um, Will Benson? <laughs> yeah. Or Will Benson? And, uh... And, you know, he's working. He's like, hey, I got the Sawyer girl. She's here. All right, take her out to the old slaughterhouse. And uh, we'll meet you there. He's like, okay, Dad. She's like, that's your fucking father? Fuck you. And then they're they're driving. Or I guess Leatherface. We cut to Leatherface pushing the police car into the barn. And the radio comes on. And Bert's like, hey. Uh, I forget the deputy's name. Uh, Which deputy? The, the one that died, <laughs> yeah, Officer yeah, the one Marvin. That, yeah, he's like Marvin. Is that you? Is that you? Hey, we got the Sawyer girl. We're taking her out to the slaughterhouse. And the other face is like, oh, 
All right. He goes and he opens up this cabinet with all of his chainsaws, grabs one, grabs a tie, and uh, heads on out to the slaughterhouse. The Heather, as she's being driven out there, uh, she's like, you know, she's talking to Carl in the backseat of the cop car. She's you know, I actually thought you were kind of cute and all this. And she's like, so you're, uh, you're a Hartman, eh? And uh, he's like, yup. And she gets right close. She stabs the glass. She's like, well, I'm a Sawyer. And she starts acting all crazy. Dude, I, I hate this <sighs> moment. I, I, I thought I thought she, well, I thought they were going to be stupid with it. I thought they were going to like have her seduce him or some stupid shit like that. Um, but they somehow even went worse than that idea and just had her flip a switch she is all of a sudden crazy for cocoa puffs yeah it's a full 180 turn just because she read some fucking newspapers some evidence stuff so she like stabs a glass she goes all like maniacal laughter and like (sighs) i'm a sawyer so you know i'm instantly crazy yeah it's so stupid it's so dumb it's like she completely forgot who she was abandoned the whole thing doesn't give a shit that this guy killed her friends tried to kill her it's like no she also like i understand why she's mad at the peep the mob i understand why she's upset with these people don't get me wrong but she also did read what the sawyer family did to innocent people like yeah she she read read about sally yeah yeah so what the fuck like you're just gonna pretend that didn't happen (laughs) yeah (laughs) like come on and you did literally watch one of your what one of your good friends. I don't maybe I don't know how you well you know Kenny, but you watched him get cut in half. You you saw that happen. <laughs> so I yeah. I don't I, un- I don't understand. Uh, he killed your boyfriend. Like Yeah. You may or may not have known he was cheating on you. You didn't really seem to want to take that into account at the time. Yeah. <laughs> but you know, whatever. But still, and yeah, it's just like it's so stupid. She just flips that sweat and she's like, no, nah, no, dude, I'm a Sawyer. He's my leather face is my family. So I'll kill all these motherfuckers. <laughs> so stupid. But, and then, um, the lawyer comes in to the sheriff. He's like, Hey, uh, Bert Hartman is trying to kill, uh, Heather. And she's being held in a police car against her will by one of your men. Uh, and so he's looking. He's like, oh, he's out on Route 85. Oh, shit. I know where he's going. So he takes off towards the slaughterhouse. Uh, and basically from there we see um, Carl has taken Heather, who's now at the point where her shirt is open and her well, boobs are there. Well, not quite. It's no, just... well, he's got her strung up. Well, then, okay. He ties, he ties her up, right? Yeah, uh, which by the way, I don't know why he ties her up the way he does. <laughs> her on her knees with her arms out, like yeah, that. like you just had to have her hands tied together. That's it. You didn't have to have her dangling from the ceiling. Like what the fuck? Her shirt <laughs> hangs open better though that way. Well, yeah. Then he rips. <laughs> he it's him that rips open her shirt. Oh, right, he rips open her shirt. Right, yeah. yeah. And it's like, oh, okay. Just, I. Which you would think somebody that went out of their way to be that way to do like I you would just think a guy like that would have proceeded to escalate that and assault her probably yeah. you know but he doesn't he doesn't cop a feel no, he, very respectful young man <laughs> 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 and just yeah he's I he guess. rips open her shirt and lets it go that's it just it's yeah. 
It's just a then just tease the audience for the rest of the yeah rest of the time. Um, so he's outside smoking a cigarette, waiting for his dad. Um, Leatherface shows up, and he comes up behind Heather. He puts the saw blade just at her shoulder. She turns and sees it. She starts screaming. Leatherface turns around or comes around to the front of her. He's going to kill her and he sees the mark on her chest. He recognizes it as the Sawyer family crest logo, whatever. And he pulls the tape down. She's like, it's me. It's me. I'm your cousin. I'm Heather. <laughs> and Leatherface is like, oh, shit. Basically, he, <laughs> oh no! <laughs> yeah. And uh, he cuts the ropes, freeing her. But then Bert and his friend, um, uh, his, who the fuck is his friend? Um, they show up. They start beating the piss out of Leatherface. Uh, Hargrove, that's the friend's name. Yeah, they start beating the crap out of Leatherface. Um, Hargrove like throws Heather down because she tries to fight back. They Hargo grabs a chain, and this is where the movie decides to flip. They decide Leatherface is now going to be the anti-hero. You're now going to feel sympathy for him. And now Bert and his friend, they're the villains. They're they're the main bad guys in this movie now. And uh so they wrap a chain around Leatherface's neck. Hargrove, uh Heather has run away. She escaped at this point, but she stops outside. And she can hear them like saying, oh, we're going to kill you. Then we're going to kill your cousin. We're going to get rid of the Sawyers forever. And so we see Heather run back in. Hargrove is turning on the, uh, it's a meat grinder, like this gigantic fucking grinder machine. And it starts pulling Leatherface in. Heather's like, hey, remember me? And Hargrove turns around and she kills him with a pitchfork. Yeah. And it's such a boring stab too. Like the yeah. sound effect there is piss garbage. It's a dumb moment. It's a dumb line. I just, uh. hey, remember me from five seconds ago? <laughs> yeah. It's well, like, it's because he went up to her and said, "Remember me?" Yeah. yeah. To her, and then she repeated it back to him after she comes back and kills him. But it's just, it's stupid. Yeah, and she's at the point now where she's okay with killing because Sawyer. Yeah, it's, yeah, she's a murderer now <laughs> for her. Um, and let and. Uh, Bert is still beating the piss out of Leatherface while he's being dragged to this the meat grinder. And uh, Heather shows up. She's like, hey! Hey! And then Bert starts to walk towards her and she has his chainsaw and she throws it to Leatherface and she says, do your thing, cuz. Yeah. I burst out laughing. Dude, <laughs> it's like, so bad. Please. First of all, he's still chained up being yeah. dragged by the thing and she does that and it just... <laughs> I, <laughs> do your thing cuz do your thing cuz is one of the worst lines like in horror film history it is so goddamn and, bad i can't I, believe they shot it and we're like yes keep it that why, is the line why does leatherface get a hero time moment there's always moments in movies where like the hero has his big moment where now he's fighting back he's about to win i always call it like hero time yeah, so I mean, Bert, Bert is the real villain of the movie, I he is. guess. But he, he becomes that way because Leatherface is, like, killing everybody. But then he, when he gets that chainsaw, that's his, like, hero moment. He yeah. gets out and he takes the chain off his neck and Bert takes a swing at him. He misses. Leatherface cuts his Achilles tendons on both yeah. of his feet. And he falls down and 
Hooper shows up. <laughs> Hooper's up on the catwalk. The sheriff of the police has his gun drawn. And Bert's like, shoot him, Hooper, shoot him. And Heather's like, don't shoot him, don't shoot him. <laughs> the whole time, he's just standing there. Leatherface basically cuts, because Bert falls into the grinder, but he's hanging on to the edge. Leatherface cuts off his hands with some piss-poor CGI blood. Bert's oh, yeah. I mean, this whole, this, this whole scene has a lot of CGI blood. Oh, Bert's death is so fucking bad. When he falls that meat grinder, that is some of the worst CGI gore ever <laughs> that's awful it's so bad i love that um, Leatherface like kicks his hands in <laughs> yeah he just kicks his hands in he's like <sighs> and hooper's just like can't get around the good book bert and then he puts his gun away and he's like clean up this shit and he just leaves yeah I, Leatherface it, is right there he's I, mean, I, I understand why he lets Leatherface go I get where they're trying to go with this mentality um, because Leatherface has always been innocent you know he just forced to do what his family told him blah 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 uh, now he got his revenge I, I understand where they're going with it but like why does Hooper just leave it at clean this shit up like why not explain this shit to Heather and maybe like you know you got to keep this thing contained, you know, like Leatherface should not be killing anymore. And I wish there would be, dude, if I was Heather, <laughs> if I was Heather and I just like happen to, you know, uh, inherit this mansion that happens to have my cousin who has killed a lot of people in it, I would try everything in my ability to normalize him, you know, yeah. like, hey, man, you want to come up and watch TV and hang out? Want to play some board games, my dude? Maybe we should stop killing people and playing with bones and shit. And <laughs> stop eating people, you know? Yeah, yeah, maybe we should stop doing that, huh? Let's just uh, have a normal yeah. life now. But it's... it, Like, yeah. And it still comes across as weird that, like, he's the sheriff of police. He knows that this guy has killed people and he just lets them go. Like, yeah. there's a little bit of weirdness to that. But I do, like, yeah, I get what you're saying. Like, he should have said, like, hey, you know, you're going to keep this shit contained so this doesn't happen again. Yeah, uh, I, yeah, because Leatherface is the protagonist at the end of the day. At the end of this movie, he is just an innocent fella. Um, and yeah, that could take away from what is was established in the first movie. He's kind of that way in the first movie, too. But yeah, they do say the lawyer does say, well, he's just protecting his home. It's all he knows. The last time a girl got away, he lost his entire family. Right, right. So. Like, yeah, I mean, they do say they do do that, but it's still weird to me how much of a hero moment Leatherface gets when she throws in that chainsaw. Yeah, yeah, Uh, it is. It's just a poorly written movie. (laughs) So after that, I mean, basically, they just go home. Yeah, (laughs) they go home. Yeah, she she gets him back to the house and uh, Leatherface sits down in the kitchen. She's like going to clean him, you know, and like takes like a wet rag to his face. Then he stops her. Uh, yeah. He gets up and walks down to the basement, moving on. And yep. then she finally <laughs> grabs the letter. <laughs> she reads the fucking letter, finally. Yeah, which explains very clearly that, hey, your cousin's downstairs. Here's what you got to do. He'll be good go. to you as long as you're good to him. Sick. Yeah. Moving He's on. family bound. He'll protect you. And yeah. And then Leatherface is going to shut the door and he sees Heather come down. He steps up to her. He's like, he doesn't want her to come into the, his room. She picks up the train, walks away up the steps, and then the voiceover is like, it's your turn now to look after him. And the other face shuts the door and credits. But then you fast forward through the credits, go all the way to the end, 
you get the end credit scene of Heather's parents showing up and they're like, oh, look at all this money. And, you know, pretend like you love her. And he's like, well, this much money, I almost do. And so they're standing there. And then uh, you hear the chainsaw revving. Door opens, Leatherface comes out at them. And that's the end. <laughs> I kind of wish that they, like, Heather would have answered the door. And then you like he they're like begging her being really nice to her and yada yada, yada. and then she just closed the door and then you hear the chainsaw yeah and then he, he comes out yeah because yeah. it, it basically just makes it seem like everybody that comes to the door is gonna get leatherface <laughs> you know <laughs> yeah it's like maybe she made it a little more personal because like i think there should have been a, a moment where heather isn't a psychopath dude like she has a real life before all of this where she is nice she has friends she's no criminal record yep. and now all of a sudden she isn't really do anything to stop the murdering you know i wish yep. you could have had a moment where she explains to leatherface like hey we let's stop doing this let's let's get you back to normal and then like what if we would have gotten a scene here at the end where like we skip ahead a year and Leatherface like completely normal, wearing normal clothes, being happy, hanging <laughs> playing playing Monopoly with Heather. <laughs> yeah. Perfect. <laughs> yeah. Uh so this movie is like we say at the beginning, it's not the worst. It's not offensively, it's just fucking dumb. <laughs> yeah, it's the, the whole movie, um, for it to even happen doesn't make sense like the whole letter thing and her completely ignoring it it's just so stupid um and yeah it the timeline doesn't make any sense because she's technically almost 40 years old but they just eh, let's let it go um yeah Yeah. it's just it's horribly horribly stupid horribly written uh but it's not boring it's fun it can be fun to watch it is just yeah terrible terrible characters terrible characters yeah, awful, generic, super stereotypical characters like that. The Nikki character is—I don't even know if she's one note. <laughs> she's she's just like slut, and every time she's on screen, the movie takes the opportunity to remind you she's a slut. Honestly, nobody's established at all beyond Heather. Their name, yeah, yeah. beyond Heather. Everyone else like, is just a name. Yeah, we know Kenny likes to cook. Got it. Nikki yeah. likes dick. Got it. Ryan punches uh, things. I punches don't know. Athletic. Athletic. Yeah. I don't I <laughs> I, I got nothing. Like I don't know. I there I don't there's know. no background to them. There's no character arcs at all. And the only real character arc there is isn't even an arc. It's a it's an upside down arc because it's it's Heather going evil. Yeah. She's going to the dark side. Like easily influenced. <laughs> I guess. Yeah. Like like, other than that, the only character that might even be a little likable is Hooper. And yeah. barely. <laughs> yeah. Very barely. Yeah, and that's only really because I like Tom Barry. If that was yeah. if it wasn't Tom Barry, I don't think I'd give a shit about Hooper either. Just Tom yeah. Barry is a very likable dude. I don't know. Yeah, it's just stupid choice after stupid choice after stupid choice made in this movie. That yeah. is so blatantly stupid. Like, I know people say, like, oh, characters in horror films make dumb decisions. This movie is, like, that times ten. Yeah, like, beyond the opening scene, they just stop giving a shit. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, they're just like, ah, we're done. It sucks, too, because that opening scene, the opening is really good, I think. Like, yeah, you can question, like, oh, why is there so many family members? But it's 
it's a pretty good recreation of the house, a pretty lady Leatherface. Uh, yeah, like, they even I took the like time the- to for one shot for like a side shot. They took the time to get the tr- semi truck. Yeah, I was like, oh, that's pretty neat. It's like um, that that opening really baits you in. <laughs> it really does. You're like, oh man, look at this attention to detail. Look at this care. This might be good. And then when it's over, you're like, nope. <laughs> just they nosedive after that. Yeah, they just stop caring. And this this is probably one of the worst examples or of like using CGI in horror for mm. gore. Because it, it is everywhere. And I think a lot of it they were trying to be like, how do we apply this gore to 3D? And they were like, ah. We'll just be lazy about it, not do anything all that practically. And there, like, there's a couple of cool moments of practical effects, like with Kenny being cut in half. Like, yeah, yeah that stuff looks pretty good. But then the face coming off that cop. Yeah, the face come off. Like, there's a couple of cool moments like that. But then it's just a lot, a lot of CGI gore. Yep. And like Bert's death. Going to that grinder is one of the worst looking things I've ever seen. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> it's honestly, terrible. dude, it's if you go back and like if you're looking for CGI blood, it, it's everywhere, dude. Like Nikki getting cut, it sprays out CGI blood. Yeah. Uh, like, well, who else even fucking dies in this movie? The the gunshot to Nikki's head is not practical. It's very CGI. Um, yeah, it's just they're it's all over the place, man. Yeah. All over the place. The CGI chainsaw throw, if you want to include that. Yeah. Like, yeah, the yeah. 3D shots this movie aren't even that good. Like, granted, I haven't I watched it in 3D, uh, but they just, they're distracting. Yeah, I don't like, I'm not a fan of 3D movies. <laughs> like, no. Um, they don't add anything. And especially when, like, you know you're shooting for 3D. And you, it's like Friday the 13th part three, you know, mm. like here's the wallet. I'm just going to hand it right here to the camera. Like, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah, it's like when you are trying to work for 3d effects, it looks stupid. It's always obvious. Um, but otherwise, I mean, it could be cool in certain movies, but I never really got into it. It made me look, it made me feel sick. Yeah. It, it the motion of it can, can affect you. And the other thing is too, the majority of people do not have 3D 3D Blu-ray players. So when this shit comes out on Blu-ray, you're watching a 2D movie with 3D effects that don't work and it looks even worse. Yeah, there there was a time when 3D was popping for a little bit and mm. people kind of started getting 3D TVs, but didn't last long, man. No, I always thought the 3D TV thing was so stupid. Yeah, my parents technically still have one. It's the same TV they sell in the living room. So, yeah, we got one, and but we rarely, rarely used it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, text Chainsaw 3D. Uh, pretty pissed garbage. <laughs> God damn it, Adam Marcus. Yeah. Will you stop <laughs> touching known IP? <laughs> stop it. Yeah. Do another <sighs> thing, like, just randomly, like, when we see ryan and heather's apartment there's just like random drawings that clearly were done by children on the wall and if you tell me otherwise if that's supposed to be like heather's artwork i'm like there are two pictures of this door frame when you see ryan punching the heavy bag yeah and they're tornadoes like tornadoes next to uh a windmill and like just like why why is your apartment like that? And their apartment's shitty, dude. Like the paint's all <laughs> ripped off the wall, and it looks more like a 
a studio for artwork because we see like canvas and thing like yeah. that. But dude, if this is her artwork, she's making little tornadoes with <laughs> stick figures. She should stop. I she's going nowhere. Nobody has the heart to tell her. Yeah, I don't know where they were going with that because like no, every she's... picture she has, like up on the wall, it's all like tornadoes. I don't understand. I foreshadowing that her life was going to be turned upside down. I, um, I don't know. Maybe she's making that artwork for Leatherface now, and he's he's loving it. <laughs> it's the greatest thing ever. And even on one of the walls, it's just one big graffiti wall. Like, why? And then it's signed OPD. So obviously it's not her. Like, why is that there? Why are they living in this absolute (laughs) garbage of an apartment? Where are they? Is this a city? Can you only afford a... But it's like a three-bedroom apartment. I don't understand. (laughs) I don't know. I don't even think it's an apartment. It might be a house. I don't know. Whatever it is, it's fucking bad. They're they're in a tough living situation. The ghetto somewhere. But I don't know. I <laughs> I have no idea, dude. Wherever they are, they're close enough. They can just drive to Texas in a day. Was it? Uh, yeah, I guess just they did it overnight. Hmm. So yeah, uh, I don't know. There's a lot of things that just don't make sense in this. No. no, the more you uh, the more you poke at this movie and really look at it, you can uh, you can tear it apart more and more and more. You really do need to leave your brain at the door and not care when you watch Texas Chainsaw 3D. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 100 <laughs> um, percent. Yeah, I guess uh, that's going to wrap up this episode of the Rabbit and Red podcast. Uh, man, what an hmm. honor. Well, we've hit we've hit the uh, quite a few big franchises now. Um, don't yeah. know what we do next. There's a million sequels that we can dive into across all these big boy franchises. Oh yeah, um, or we can go more niche. I don't know. Maybe we'll put a poll on Twitter again. Uh, and speaking of which, if you're not following us on Twitter, do so at Rabbit and Red Pod. Yeah, that's where you'll find all the goodies. No, that's really it. You got anything else? Uh, nope. Just uh, thanks for continued support. Remember to. Uh, rate us wherever you listen to the show five star rating appreciated and yeah that's all I got groovy well I guess with that we'll see you next week and remember that everyone's entitled to one good podcast don't you blame the movies movies don't create psychos movies make psychos for creative look at me Damien it's all for you the blackest eyes the devil's eyes Look what you did to him! Death has come to your little town, Sheriff.